Welcome to Hunter and Cole Read the Internet, Cole and Hunter Read the Internet, whichever one you prefer. This is episode seven. Um, how we doing, buddy? Uh, we're pretty good, dude. Pretty good. I got a little, uh, little fancy beverage next to me. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's Shart Week, Shartnado, if you will. So, uh. Shart Week, Shart Week is over. This is the aftermath. Just to be clear. Shartnado, the aftermath. Shartnado. That'll be the episode title. Perfect. Got that out of the way. Bingo. 30, 30 seconds in, we already got something accomplished. Um. What the fuck are we going to talk about, buddy? We got a little list. We, uh, We're we list guys. We are list guys. I think this uh, kind of helps get us a flow. Uh, we're going to talk about the return of sports. Sports are coming back, allegedly. We'll get into that. Sports. Um, black lives still do fucking matter, in case you forgot. that's uh, They always do. It's, yeah, it's something that's still going on in the world, still really prevalent, still a lot of... Uh, a lot of naysayers out there, but uh, you know, Colin Hunter the Net, big proponent of Black Lives Matter. Yes, sir. Uh, we're gonna talk about something we posted on Twitter, which was uh, the toughest sports. We put a little troll poll up there and got some people <laughs> fired up. So we'll talk about the toughest sports. Um, we're gonna talk about being a dude and basically how fucking cool being a dude is. Guys being dudes, dudes being bros and stuff. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. We're going to run through console wars, you know, PS5 versus uh, whatever the fuck they're calling the new Xbox. Um, going to talk about why people have kids, because that's kind of a fucking mystery to me, to be <laughs> honest. Um, and then we are going to dig into the Shart Week finale, Shartnado, return of the fucking shitty drawers, buddy. Yes, sir, dude. We got a Revenge of the Rosebud. <laughs> oh, shit. If you don't have hemorrhoids by the end of this episode, then start it over. <laughs> uh, drink some milk of magnesia and meet us in the fucking lobby. See you there. So, right. fucking uh, return of sports, dude. So sports, what do you think? Sports are allegedly coming back. Uh, this evening, they just announced a 60-game season for the MLB. Most people don't really give a fuck about that, but uh, I think I think it's kind of exciting to get the, the promise of sports. I don't know if we'll actually see it come to fruition, but allegedly sports are coming back, dude. What do you think? Um, well, I don't really know what to think because at first I was excited about the NBA coming back in July, and then now I see a bunch of players are like, I'm not fucking playing. Yeah. Or, you know, stuff like that. And yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I know a lot of people are basically just tired of quarantine. So they're, a lot of people are just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to start living normally again. And I think that that may or may not have been brought into like the decision making process of bringing sports back of people are just like yeah you know let's fuck it let's just do it but if we would have taken it as seriously as like Germany like which you know the Bundesliga is back they don't have fans there but it's like not a problem at all that they're back and playing but here 
we'll have to keep you know all these NBA players in a, in a fucking the same bubble. You know they call it the bubble or whatever. So I think that if it does start and then they actually do the COVID testing every day, like they said they're gonna. Uh, I don't know, dude. It could either go fine or it just goes fucking bad and then they void the season. I think it's going to be the latter, to be honest. I think they're going to end up canceling the season because a lot of players, and I imagine there'll be, like, hotel staff, team, team like, coaches and stuff, like, faculty on the teams will end up testing positive, and it's going to just be like, I mean, what do you do if, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell tests, tests positive for COVID? Like, you shut down the Jazz, but then, like, they you have to shut down everybody they play. They can't play those games. Everybody they played in the last, like, five days or – you know, whatever his incubation period was, it's going to be a fucking clusterfuck if, like, anybody tests positive. And they already had, like, four players in the Western Conference test positive last week. Like, I think it's just not going to work. It just doesn't sound very feasible at this point. You know, um, like, with the, the hotel staff and all, like, the... Basically, everybody who's not a player or a coach, if they have to stay in the bubble, which I'm assuming they do... Because, like, what fucking sense would that make if, yeah. you know, you you're getting, in and out getting of your fucking room cleaned by, you know, somebody that was just, you know, at home and then they went to the store before work and fucking McDonald's, you know. So I think that those people are going to have to be in the bubble, too. And I also think that the those people who aren't the players or the, the coaching staff and shit, I think that um, due to the amount of, like, team faculty and players i don't hotels are big as fuck so it may not be a problem but i could see it like not becoming like a fucking humanitarian crisis but they're gonna be like yeah they had the room service sleeping on the floor in the fucking basement so lebron could you know have this hotel room or whatever you know what i mean you see what i'm going with this no i see what you're saying like after the season is over and they're like this is the best thing that's ever happened to sports and then there's going to be a documentary about like you know, shit that happens. And plus, I think that if the season does uh, happen or end the way it's going, they're saying it's going to end with this shit, that uh, the Rockets will win the finals because James Harden won't have access to strip clubs. Mm, That's a good point. It is a good point. It's a realistic point. And if you want to know why, uh, somebody recently made like a fucking spreadsheet and all these charts and shit of James Harden's performance uh, in cities that have the better strip clubs. And, like, if it's on the weekend, like, there's all kinds of factors going into his gameplay when he is in a city that has, like, a good or, like, a better upper echelon strip club versus, like... like, Atlanta. Yeah, versus like playing the fucking Pacers or the Bucks or the Timberwolves, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. I fucking love, I love those stats, dude. That shit's fun to me. Paul George made it happen in Indiana, though. He loved strippers uh, more than anybody, and he was going to the Eastern Conference Finals and shit. He was putting up crazy, crazy games against the fucking Miami Heat. So who knows? That's just what I'm saying. I think that a lot more, like just with the NBA in particular, I think a lot more shit will come out other than just 
basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Speaking of fucking Paul George, how about him coming out to coming out today saying uh, he didn't name him exclusively, but we kind of came to the conclusion that it was likely Blake Griffin that was trying to team up in Indiana, and the Pacers were just like, mm, <laughs> we don't, don't want to really spend like, the money. Don't fuck really Larry like Bird. I oh, hate dude. Larry Bird. That was his. Fr- I'm not a Pacers fan, but I know that it was Larry Bird, and I don't hate Larry Bird because I'm a Lakers fan. I hate Larry Bird because he's the worst person I've ever met. Would you like to share the story? Yeah, I mean, real quick, I was uh, I was like 11, 10 or 11 years old, and I ran into Larry Bird at Conseco uh, Fieldhouse. Now you know it as Banker's Life. But I uh, ran into him, and I had this little Pacers basketball, and I was like, dude, will you sign this ball? I'm 10 years old, and I'm from Indiana, and you're Larry Bird. You know what this fucking means to me. And he's like, he's like, no, I can only sign tickets. And he's like, started walking away and i was like dude i got my ticket right here and he's like <laughs> he's like no i'm leaving and i'm like larry bird come on dude i fucking play basketball in my driveway like acting like i'm you and then uh, eventually he signed my ticket you know thanks larry bird but he was just a fucking douchebag and i know like i See now, like, that I'm an adult, I understand why he would do that. Like, be a dick, just because, you know, it's Larry Bird, and he probably has people chasing him around all the time. But, like, I was, like, a kid, so... Come on, dude. Nah, dude, you can't be mean to kids, because that's how you make fucking mean adults, or people that are spiteful and, like, show up at your fucking... I'm very spiteful now, dude. I resent Larry Bird. And when people ask me for anything, I'm like, what would Larry Bird do? So Larry Bird made me the way I am. Thanks, Larry. Thanks a lot, fucking Larry Legend, you fucking bootlicker. Jesus Christ. You know he removed his uh, lower two ribs so he could lick his own boot? Yeah, I fucking believe that, buddy. I'm getting hydrated, all right? Yeah, so part of... um I think part of, like, the return of sports, and you mentioned it earlier, like, players saying, like, I'm not fucking coming back. And that has to do a little bit with the uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's definitely still around. Like, shit stopped trending on Twitter, like, the Brianna, Brianna Taylor and uh, shit like that has stopped going around. But, you know, there's still protests. Like, people are still out in the streets. They're still upset, and for good fucking reason. Like... Did you yeah, see, this, uh, old, it wasn't just old. a fucking, uh, you know, like a, a couple of days thing. Like, it's not, yeah. it'll never be over until, like, shit starts shaping up around here, which it'll be a while. Yeah. I feel that. Uh, did you see, uh, old Hoops story the other day where, uh, downtown Denver, they were blocking off traffic, like, people just standing in the middle of the road with signs. I mean, what is that with Denver and motherfuckers blocking off traffic, dude? I feel like that's a thing that happens in Denver where people are like, you know, I'm going to block off traffic. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, it makes me glad I don't live in the city. I live in the fucking suburbs, so. The burbs. The burbs. I don't want to be one of those dudes that are like, oh, if you stand in the road, I'm going to drive you over. But, like, if there's an emergency, like, yeah. you know, you hey, kind of have get, to scoot I got to get over. through, buddy. <laughs> Oh, my wife, my wife is going into labor? Better yet, my cat's going into labor? I'm not even touching the brakes, bub. 
Uh, we gotta get Cleo taken to the vet. Taking this fucking F-150 to your knees, buddy. Alright, so there's our segment on vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> uh, uh, I also wanted to talk about going on the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, when did so many fucking hillbillies learn how to use Facebook? Has that been a thing for a long time? I didn't really know about that. Yeah. There's a lot of stupid motherfuckers on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think we could touch on the uh, Dunning-Kruger effect for that, for sure. Oh, mama, dude. I had so many questions. So many questions as to getting on Facebook and wondering why these people were or these people are the way that they are. And I was like, what is it? I was like, what is the, like, why are they so stupid, but they won't shut the fuck up? And the Dunning-Kruger effect says, like, the less you know, the more confident you will be. So at the beginning of this line graph, whatever the fuck, is knowing nothing, and then the confidence is all the way up. And it says the peak of Mount Stupid and then the more competent you become, like the less confident you are, and then compared to Mount Stupid anyways, until yeah. you go up on what is called the slope of enlightenment and the plateau of sustainability. So like where you're like, hey, I know enough that I'm confident enough to do this. But if you don't know anything, dude, like... Fucking idiot. You just need you know it all Isn't somehow. the motherfucking saying like the... The dumbest person in the room is the loudest one. Yep. Yeah. But I had I had those questions. I was like, why are these people like that? And then I saw what that was. I literally... I haven't read anything about the Dunning-Kruger uh, effect or whatever. I just saw a picture of the, like, the graph, and I'm like, oh, well, there it is. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, it's all yeah, coming dude, together. And I think you find that as you, like, begin to research a topic, you know, like, if you're looking up, like, fucking, I don't know, something random, like, how fucking AIDS spread or something like that, like, you would have literally no idea in the beginning. You're like, oh, fucking clueless. And, like, an average person, like, someone of decent intelligence would understand that they know nothing and want to learn more. <clears throat> and as you learn more, you're like, oh, wow, I really don't fucking know anything. And that's when you see that confidence drop. You're like, wow, I thought I knew that. I actually don't know jack fucking shit. I need to learn more. And then as you learn even more, that's when the confidence starts to rise again, where you're like, okay, I'm actually learning some shit. This is starting to make some sense. I'm no longer a fucking moron. But, yeah, my confidence level is still far below what it was when I was at an actual fucking dipshit. Yeah. Yeah, there's... um. I'm writing this paper, um, and it's about, like, the connection between, like, health and wealth, and uh, a lot of people, when they're talking about, like, Black Lives Matter, and they're like, oh, fucking, well, my parents were poor, and I have, like, a fucking good job and all this shit, and blah, 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 there's, like, these articles talking about how, um, you know, just, like, socioeconomic inequality affects you like in so many different ways and one of those things is like racism how it affects you like if you experience racism obviously you're gonna like feel a a type of way about it 
Mm. But, like, it's so stressful that, you know, you fucking, when you're stressed the fuck out, like, your immune system is literally, like, more compromised and shit like that. And then also people who experience racism and then, like, financial stress and, like, um, socioeconomic inequality and all this other shit, it's, like, a completely different ballgame than, you know, being fucking poor in the Midwest or not just in the fucking Midwest but like in the fucking shithole sticks I'm not saying it like your life is good but it's way different than being but it's like a way different poor and getting discriminated against like on a frequent basis yeah by like just individuals or like the the system in general but there's like these three literally these three articles they didn't change my mind because I already like agreed with them but they provide like way more evidence rather than my dumb ass being like oh well it's fucking this is why it is the way it is and like providing no evidence yeah but there's just like articles that people could read and they would fucking skydive off of the peak of Mount Stupid and be like oh I'm enlightened now and I see why this is the way it is right well, I think Andrew Yang raised a good point uh, when he was running for president. I mean, studies show that people that live below the poverty line or when you, like, reach that point, that sort of stress, like, financial, emotional, mental stress, lowers your IQ by 10 points. You literally can't think as well when you're under that type of stress. And so I have to, like, extrapolate and imagine that that would be the same for experiencing, like, like racism on a first-hand basis, like if someone's being fucking discriminatory towards you just because of whatever, the color of your skin or fucking what have you, like, I can't imagine that that would be in any way a positive influence on your life. That would have to just, like, hurt in many different ways. Yeah. And then <clears throat> to go to go online and read shit like that these dumbass people are saying that have literally no idea what it's like, and they're like, oh, well, just try hard in school. Yeah. And get a good job and fucking, you know, all this other shit. <laughs> all that bootstrapping bullshit that people try to spout. Yeah, but there's people that, uh, like, will, won't even get an interview for a job just because their name. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, that's, like, oh, that's like a black name. So you don't even get it. Yep. It's fucked up. People are shitty, dude. Yeah, not great. I'm not saying I'm a good person, but. At least I'm not racist, you know true um yeah not a big fan of people for the most part no so um we're big fans of go ahead go ahead no you go ahead uh you know i was just saying like i don't really know how to transition from that because we got pretty deep into talking about people being racist dumb fucks but um, there's some pretty hard sports out there, what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. So I posted a list on Twitter of the top 50, uh, I think it was top 50, hardest mm-hmm. sports, like most difficult sports to play. And I didn't really even look at it. I looked at like the top 10 mostly. But uh, in hindsight, I realized it was like a troll. But I think we got more 
interaction than we ever have, which is good because I'm about to start trolling you motherfuckers like yeah, full time now. Idiots, they're biting now, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so easy, dude. But yeah, so that list was a fucking whoever made it was a troll, or they were just like fucking them with their fifty random sports in here and in in any order. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. So you wanted to know like the top. 10 yeah, most difficult your, sports? I just wanted your list of, like, what you would consider, you know, like, the top 10 most difficult sports. And, like, I think we have to, like, draw a line somewhere about, like, what we're calling A, a sport, and then B, like, level of difficulty. Because, like, let's say I want to go play golf, right? Like, to play golf is super fucking easy. I can go buy, like, rent golf clubs, get some golf balls, tee up, and I'm playing golf. But to be, like, at a professional level, I think, is where we should draw the line of, like, how hard is it to reach that top pinnacle of that sport? Well, I think with uh, shit like that, too, you have to consider, I don't know, maybe, like, density of, like, how many people play the sport. Yeah, because, like, with um, swimming, yeah, you can name, I can name two swimmers, Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte, and then like basketball, I can name fucking a thousand dudes. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. But like with, but also you know swimming isn't as entertaining as basketball or football or baseball or whatever. Um, But level of difficulty, I can't give you a top ten. I can like name shit that looks hard. But, like, on this list, fuck, man. Um, I think gymnastics is pretty slept on. I think so, too. That was that was one of my top ten for sure. Water gymnastics polo, too. Retarded. Oh, dude, yeah. Holy hell. All the rodeo stuff. Probably pretty I think, hard. I think baseball is low-key slept on just because a ton of people play it. But to be able to like get to that top level, hit a fucking... 90 mile an hour slider that shit is not fucking easy that's terrifying and oh dude just... hitting hitting a baseball like not even at a professional level like i couldn't i mean i can barely fucking swing a bat and not get fucking laughed at but <laughs> like hitting a motherfucking baseball is hard as fuck yeah but like all of the other shit like i don't think you have to be like physically athletic to even hit a fucking baseball. I think Dude, you have to have like an, dexterity and all that yeah. shit. Prince fucking fielder, David Ortiz, like think about all the fat fucks that can play baseball at the highest level. Hey, shout out Bartolo Colon. He told right. me he listens. He's my favorite athlete. <laughs> um but yeah, like throwing throwing a fucking baseball hundred miles an hour not many people can do. Uh, hitting a baseball. Obviously, you know, you got all the dudes in the MLB that can do it. I'm not saying it's easy, but like all the other shit, I think that's what gets people, including myself. Like, I don't watch baseball because, you know, it's just slow and boring and not entertaining. I've never liked baseball. Even when I was good at it, I retired at my fucking peak, dude, when I made the third grade all star team. Nice. 
I was like, I hate this bullshit. I'm quitting. I think baseball is only watchable under like two circumstances, and it's like one, you're at the game and you're drinking. All right, so you have to. And it's not hot conditions. as fuck. Yeah, you have to be saying like in the a shade. Night, a night game. A night, a night game. game. Yeah, night game's nice, especially if there's fireworks after. That's good shit. Because I'm not even um, watching. I'm just taking in the atmosphere. Exactly. People are getting hype. I'm just waiting to hear the crack of the bat. Like, I don't even watch the play until, like, I know something's going to happen. Like, I'm not going to Until I know fucking... that my life is in danger by a fucking foul ball coming at me 200 miles an hour. Exactly. Um, so that's one condition. It's physically being at the game and drinking. Those like, those have to be met. And then I'll, watch, also, uh, I'll watch a game on TV if it's, like, the last inning and it's kind of, like, crazy. Like, if I see people tweeting about... Game seven, fucking bottom of the ninth inning of the World Series with one out to go. I'm like, I'll tune in for five minutes. That's my other condition is that it's like a big game, like a playoff game or like a World Series, like big, important game. That's the only other condition. It's like, okay, like this is like this something. This is for something. It's not just one of the 162 fucking random ass games they play throughout the year. Yeah. Um, I also think I'm a bit biased in this one, but... Uh, anybody that has done any sort of combat sport would probably agree that combat sports are one of the fucking most difficult things on earth because it's just like fucking eight versus eight, dude. Like you're uh, you're going against another human trying to see if I can fucking beat your ass. Like I don't know how you can get harder than that. Yeah, I did a, a wrestling. I'll just call it wrestling because that's basically what it was. Yeah. It was like a wrestling class through the army, and it's five days a week like fucking almost 12 hour days and obviously doing that shit for that much at a time is difficult but we're doing basic shit but it's like you get fucking smoked dude yeah and you get tired quick yeah and it's like not even trying to like overpower people with strength like i'm not a strong dude but like Tech, like the technique and like what you have to do with like your body to be able to like overtake somebody just too much bro i don't like sweating yeah and it like makes me think like doing stuff like that if you've never done like a like a jujitsu class or a wrestling class from with that i'd highly recommend it just to like get the physical experience of what it's like to be in like a one-on-one combat situation because that shit gets fucking intense i remember one time in high school me and fuller were uh, we were wrestling partners. This is like earlier high school when we were about the same size. And uh, he's like in the top position or whatever, like trying to put me on my back. And I mean, you get frustrated when you can't turn somebody like that. So he's like starts to, you know, put his forearm in the back of my neck and like grind, grind just to like make me move or make me try to get up, try to expose myself to um, like let him turn me. And that obviously, when you're, when you have a fucking form in the back of your neck, that'll fucking piss you off. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, I like pot posted up on fours and then just like did a fucking front flip and like landed on my back. So I like squish him, <laughs> and it's like shit like that, dude. Like you just, you're just like get to a point you're getting fucking mean and trying to hurt the other person, not like fucking badly, but like I want to cause you pain, like the same way that he's causing me pain. Until you get, like, in a situation like that, you really don't know what it's like to be in a, you know, a fucking... It's, and that's not life or death. We know there's rules. We're known, we know we're not trying to fucking kill or hurt each other. But it, like, gives you that perspective of, like, what if this was real? Like, what if this was fucking life or death and I'm trying to fucking kill this kid? 
<clears throat> and until you get in a situation like that, you really can't think in that sort of term. So I think it's kind of important for people to realize like how fucking intense that type of shit is. Yeah, dude. Uh, that was a lot, bro. That was a lot. Golf is also really hard to be good at. I hate golf, dude, but yeah, it's really hard to be good at. That shit fucking sucks. You ever try to hit a drive straight? My shit goes any which way. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I go to Top Golf and just get laughed at. It's not, uh, <laughs> not cool. And then, like, golfing outside. I know why people go so early in the mornings because you're not fucking dying in the heat. Yeah, for sure. Dude, the earlier the better. Yeah, I don't know. Golf, golf has never been for me, but I can tell you firsthand that that motherfucker is pretty hard. You're like, I'll tell you what, if on the outside looking in, you're like, oh, I'm just, you want me to go out here and hit this ball with this fucking stick with this thing at the end of it? That's it's easy. still? Yeah, it's no problem. Yeah. No, sir. Um, If there was one sport I could go pro at, like, and, like, just, like, not even be, like, you know, like, the best at it, like, just be, like, you know, like, like, competitive. I can go be a pro golf golf all fucking day so low like physically demanding and then you can just play it till you're fucking like 85 like my grandpa literally turns 86 this year he still plays golf like, shout, out can Paul. Play, shout out big old jim satriano bud uh golf is a fucking sick sport to play just because you can do it forever like you can't go out there and I mean, like, I'd see dudes at the rack, like, fucking 50, 60 years old, still getting up and down the court. But, I mean, you got, what, another fucking year till you're breaking a hip doing that shit? Like, good yeah. luck. Doing golf, you can golf fucking forever. It's great. I think, um, I'm probably wrong here, but I think a lot of people could, uh, get into, like, competitive weightlifting. That's, that's listed as a sport on here. But obviously you have to put in a lot of time and effort, like change your diet, like your lifestyle and shit completely. Yeah. But like with time and the resources to do it, like fucking Mac on It's Always Sunny was fat as fuck. And then he got absolutely shredded like a fucking god for one season. And he was like, he posted about it on his Instagram. He was like, yeah, uh, looking like this is definitely achievable. Like, all you have to do is become an actor so you don't really have a day job, but you have enough money (laughs) to not have to have a day job. And then be good enough at acting that you can hire, like, a person, like, three personal trainers and, like, a chef and, like, a dietitian and a nutrition specialist and all this shit. He's like, it's really not that hard. Like, it's it's achievable. Yeah. But if you had all of those things, I think that... um, weightlifting may be something that you could you could get into yeah i agree and i think it's like it comes a lot back to like proper form because a lot of people will get in there and like oh i could deadlift 405 which is like okay cool that's a lot of weight but then you see them do it and it's like their back is fucking bowed out and like they're barely like picking the weight up or some shit like that you're like oh you're not actually doing it and you're gonna really hurt yourself like you're going to need fucking surgery because you slipped a disc trying to be a dumb fuck. Like, 
yeah, I don't, uh, when I work out, I'm not, I try to do my best at keeping proper form because I don't, like, want to hurt myself. Like, I, I hurt myself at home. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Hurt yourself at home. <laughs> you know my favorite thing about sports? Uh, doing them while I am a male. Just being a dude. Just being a fucking dude. Yeah, dude, yeah. being a dude. Um, I wanted to talk about this because I see things on social media where it'll be, like there was a picture the other day, it was literally a lawn chair, uh, an Xbox on the floor, and like a TV like mounted on the wall. And that was it, like in this dude's living room. And someone was like, men really live like this and think it's okay. Like, that's literally all we fucking need dude and what's funny is that i consider that to be like super fucking okay like yeah there's as a dude if i were single like if sierra and i weren't dating and i was living out here by myself do you have any idea how wildly different my apartment would look oh yeah 100 percent, i agree i would still have like maybe like one or two posters on my wall like in the whole fucking building and, like, I would have the TV, I'd have my monitors, and now that I have, like, a desk and a PC, my TV would never be on. I would only ever use these monitors. I would sit in this chair almost exclusively, probably sleep on my couch a lot, and, like, mm-hmm. dude, being a dude is so fucking, like, we're so easy to please, other than my, like, incredible amount of existential angst and, like, wondering what I'm doing with my life and if I mean anything, like... Other than outside of that, I think that's more of a human element. Being a dude, my life is so goddamn fucking easy because I don't care about so much shit. It's great. Yeah. I guess uh, that's like a privilege, if you will. Like, we don't care about anything so we don't have to. But just from the basic aspect of it, of literally needing the bare minimum, like, in your home life... Yeah. Like, I don't do this. I practice skincare. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the fucking Good lad. six in one fucking body washes, like body wash, shampoo, conditioner, fucking shaving cream, deodorant shit. Like, Hilarious. There are people that use that, and they oh, yeah. fucking are doing perfectly fucking fine. And they're still getting poontang, too, is the funny thing. Like, girls don't even know until they get to the dude's apartment. Like, oh my god, this dude lives like this. Holy fucking shit. Bro, that's another good thing, though. Like, when you live so simple, like, when I was single and, like, would go to a girl's apartment or whatever, like, damn, you live like this? It's fucking embarrassing. (laughs) Clean your bathroom. But, like, when, when I had four fucking friends come visit me in Europe, uh, all we had was our toothbrushes, one bottle of toothpaste, and one bottle of fucking Old Spice 3-in-1 for fucking a week and a half. Just a bottle of toothpaste and a bottle of 3-in-1 soap for a fucking week and a half for five dudes. Fine, bro. Perfectly fucking fine. I fucking used, uh, me and Fuller shared fucking hair gel. I'm sure there were people that were fucking sharing deodorants. Like, who gives a fuck? 
Yeah, dude. Being a dude is great. Yeah. So, fuck, dude. I'm hyped being a dude. Nothing's cooler than hanging out with your buddies. Literally doing nothing. Yeah. Just sitting and then, there. And, like, uh, old D-Man 04 Hoops came over this weekend, this past weekend. And uh, we just kicked it, dude. And, like, I mean, C was here, but she can be a dude with us. Like, we were literally just broing out, being dudes, getting drunk, and playing cards. And, like could not have been had a better time truthfully like yeah we needed like, no external input it was great oh yeah bro like hey you want to come over and watch fucking lord of the rings order pizza and not talk yep uh-huh all right oh, big lepowski's Le- on like, oh shit all right i'll be over yeah i think um office space peter and lawrence the apartment neighbors Unreal. They just bro down, dude. It's fucking beautiful. It's an art. Guys being hey, dude. dudes is a fucking art form. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time, man. That's <laughs> the fucking. That's one of my favorite lines from any movie. <laughs> oh, dude, Lawrence is a fucking top tier character. It's fucking great. <laughs> Yeah. The ultimate, like, dudes being guys, like, character from a movie is fucking Lawrence from Office Space. Yeah. Fuck me. Um, that's all I got on, uh, guys being dudes. Fellas being some gentlemen. Yeah, bro, just fucking chilling. Well, I think we could, like, talk about, I mean... I think there's a very fine line between being a dude and being a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to touch on that? Uh, that was the worst transition we've ever had. Well, let's talk about a different type of transition then. God damn it. Uh, I've... <laughs> Those were both fucking not good. So, I just wanted to say that I watched literally two documentaries about, one was about uh, specifically like black trans women in New York City in like the 80s and like the whole scene there and like the culture and shit like that and i didn't really know like much about trans people but just watching that like i felt like i don't know i just learned more because like what you see is like and then i watched another documentary that just got put on netflix i can't remember what it's fucking called the first one was called uh paris is burning interesting title yeah Second one, have no idea what it's called. I'll get back to you on that. Um, but the second one is about like trans people and like being portrayed like in movies and shit like that, and how like they've been portrayed negatively literally since film was fucking created, like silent black and white shit. Can I interject real quick? You can do whatever you want. Uh, while you're talking about like how people have been portrayed 
in film. Uh, black people have been portrayed fucking horrendously. Like that's how, literally, almost how modern day racism started. It's from like, oh yeah, f- slaves got freed. Like they, that's how like the mythology of black crime got started. Is like in fucking movies they would talk about. And, Birth like, of a nation. That's you, the you, movie. You got it. You fucking got it, dude. Birth of a fucking nation. Talking about how. Uh, the black rapist being a prolific thing in American culture when in reality it's no, it's like the white rapist like white people have been raping black people at a fi- far higher clip since the fucking beginning of time yeah and then like the people were um, in the movies white people doing blackface and to touch back oh, on that awful. with uh, yeah with trans people were being like they would have black women being portrayed by a white man, like doing blackface and all that other shit. But I could go on about it. But if you're not like, if you don't know anything about like trans people or like the culture or anything, like black trans women have a huge fucking influence on pop culture like today, like since forever, like until up till today, like. It's crazier yeah. and fuck, and you learn a lot of shit. I remember talking about. I took a gender studies class one summer. I mean, that was. You one took of my a gender topics. studies class, and then you gave me two of the worst transitional fucking statements. Okay, I want to say that I thought both of those were absolutely fucking golden in, for, in terms of like comedic effect, but. Uh, well, you know, I don't think you're funny. Yeah, that's fair. What's up, Kita? That's Wego, actually. Oh, there's Keita. All right. Time to electrocute him. Uh, but let's hear about your fucking gender studies, dude. No, I mean, I just wanted to say, like, that was one of the things we had talked about was, like, intersectional feminism and talking about uh, trans women. Specifically, we talked about trans women in, like, uh, Indonesia and the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of, like, you know, the hardships they have to deal with. Not so much the cultural influence that you were speaking on, but... Um, oh, yeah, there's... The the hardships are fucking insane, and there, a lot of it is brought on by, like, how they're portrayed in... Exactly, yep. ...in movies. Because, like, the most... Like, the biggest example was one that I didn't even think of, but in Ace Ventura, uh, the person talking about it was, like... was a, a trans man and was, like... Like, yeah, growing up, Ace Ventura was my fucking favorite movie. And then at the end, when he finds out that uh, the detective was a was Finkel as Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> yeah. When uh, he literally, like, rips her, like, shirt off showing that she has boobs and then, like, pulling her skirt down and, like, turning her around to show that, like, her shit was stuck between her legs. And then literally, like, the whole police force, like, Dan Marino and fucking Ace Ventura, everybody's, like, throwing up and shit. I wonder if Jim Carrey looks back on that as, like, ah, shit. I don't know. Like, that... I literally... Like, I thought of other examples from other movies, but, like, for some reason that one didn't cross my mind. But they make, like, an entire big fucking scene, like, multiple scenes about that one part there's like a whole filmography about it or something i don't know what the correct term is but no like just when he when he kisses her yeah when he when he kisses her and then he goes home and like drinks toothpaste 
And then when he <laughs> shows all the other cops who she really is, and like everybody throws up, and it's like a fucking spectacle. <coughs> but I was like, damn. And that's just one one example of like how this shit is, and that's how like people right. are today. And Crazy. honestly, I was uh, I don't want to say like that, but I feel like I have become more educated on it and now I see that that's wrong and shit, you know what I mean? For sure. I mean, when I think about, like, even blackface, like, to a child, that probably means nothing. I mean, obviously it means nothing because nothing means anything to a child until you give it context, but, like, you don't see anything inherently wrong with that. You're like, oh, no, you're just, like, dressing up as a black person. Like, how else would you do it? Mm-hmm. But then, like, you see, like, the, the context behind it and how it's been used, you know, against black people for the better part uh, better part of a century really and probably I think beyond that because they used to portray black people in plays and stuff they wouldn't even have black actors a lot of the times they would use blackface for uh, like theater theatrical performances and shit so like you see how that's been used against black people to portray them in a certain light uh, yeah. for hundreds of years and like holy shit it's fucked up but like innately on the surface you wouldn't see anything wrong with it without having that context yeah, that's why, like, when black people or any person of color, like, does whiteface, like, there's no, there's, there's like, nothing, nothing wrong with there's it. nothing behind it. It's, like, it's... Because it hasn't been used for hundreds of years to fucking belittle and, like, degrade and build stereotypes around white people. Like, fucking, the movie White Chicks is exactly whiteface, and it's hilarious and a fucking great movie. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm just thinking of fucking... Terry Crews blocking out the sun. (laughs) Careful white chocolate wouldn't want you to melt. Fucking beautiful, dude. Uh, Is it time? Um, What do you mean? Uh, I think it's time, dude. Alright, I guess it's time. Sharnado. Oh, we we saw it. Uh, we have console wars and why people have kids, but we can we can skip. Oh, you know what? No, no, yeah, I forgot. My, I wasn't looking at the list, bro. Um, console I wars. The, I think the concept of console wars is fucking goofy, dude. Because like, we're getting to the point. Okay, so they've been at the point where they're essentially the exact same platform. PS4. Yeah, and at Xbox. this point, it's whatever games are exclusive to that that right. console, which are never online games usually like i have a playstation and an xbox because i want to play fucking gears of war on my fucking xbox i want to play fucking god of war and the last of us and whatever on playstation i will say that i think like graphics and shit for the playstation exclusive games are better yeah uh Um, i don't know fucking why but i would say the only difference is like the the new Xbox is slightly better on specs. I forget which one specifically, but like. But it doesn't even matter. It truly doesn't. They're both going to be so much better than the current model that you won't even notice the difference. My personal preference is PlayStation. It always has been. I've had every PlayStation. Well, it's I a had female a- console, so that makes sense. Whatever, dude. I don't give a fuck. You have one too, dumbass. Yeah, um, Sierra wanted a PlayStation whatever you play it um i don't know like i had a playstation 3 and xbox 360 
I thought the PS3 was better. I had a PS4 when it first came out, and then, like, all of my friends play Xbox, so I, like, have to get an Xbox if I want to still be friends with my fucking friends. But my personal preference is PlayStation. I don't know why. I think it's because of the exclusive games, but I just fucking prefer that. To be honest, I don't have a preference. I could give a fuck either way. Bill Gates reason- hang out with fu- or hung out with fucking Jeff Epstein though. So keep that in mind next time you're going to shell out six hundred dollars on the console to Microsoft. Yeah. Food for or thought. Next time you get a vaccine. <laughs> I honestly couldn't give a shit either way. I think they're pretty yeah, much I don't the exact same fuck, thing. Dude. Just give me like, one. Our buddies all play Xbox. That's why I primarily play Xbox. Like, and the reason I don't play PlayStation anymore is like because none of my games are updated. And I don't want to spend fucking an hour and a half updating my shit when I want to play a video game. So fuck it. Like, I'll just keep playing Xbox. But in full honesty, I prefer PC at this point. I, mean, I went full Team Andy Scripture. As soon as I got a PC, I realized how much better it fucking is. Oh, 100%, dude, because you can customize it and they have all the, the shit that's better. Yep. You know, there's a, a long motherfucking list of reasons why. Yeah, mouse why. and keyboard is such a fucking better concept than for, like, so many games than controller. I mean, some some games I think might be better with controller. I couldn't fucking name Maybe 2K? I don't know. But, like... I couldn't imagine playing a sports game on a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, that sounds very bizarre. I don't know. How, like, I, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. But... I think PC is by far better. And beyond that, if you really give a shit about if, whether you have an Xbox or a PlayStation, like, grow the fuck up. Number one, grow the fuck up. You're a huge pussy. But number two, like, all games are becoming cross-platform at this point anyway. You're going to play with friends on... You're going to play with people on both if you turn it on. And you probably have friends on both, so I don't know how you wouldn't. It's going to be... I don't think they should include PC in the cross-platform. But yeah. Because that's kind of it. Kind of gets to the point. Like, when you when you play Call of Duty against a kid on mouse and keyboard, you're like, "Oh, holy shit! That's a totally different thing." Like, it's mm-hmm. not like, because just how you can build so much faster in Fortnite, or how you can like turn and quick scope people when you get your flicks right in Call of Duty. It's just silly. It doesn't make sense to put those people together. I don't give a fuck. I just want to play with my buddies. I just want to be a dude with my guys. Just having a good time. I feel you. Yeah. Um, and these are just subjects that I wanted to fucking talk about literally all of these because I made the list um, I have no fucking clue <laughs> why people have kids dude I really don't like I, I mean, have a lot of ideas around it but I had to, I, dude I just my light bulb just turned on bro let's hear it so your whole life, right, you are achieving shit, like, mostly academically, I guess, because people, most people have kids, like, after school, so I think that you have achieved all that you can achieve personally, or that you feel like you can to get recognition for, and then, you know, you graduate college and then you go out and, like, to the real world or whatever. And then people don't give a fuck, like, what you do or who you are. Sure. So you're like, well, fuck, dude. If I have a kid, then, you know, I'm passing the torch to some 
little motherfucker getting recognition until it just like repeats and repeats and repeats. It makes a lot of sense, actually. My light bulb was dim, but it was on. Motel fucking six. <laughs> but that's a, I mean, I don't know. I think that's like a fucking realistic, realistic. I think that's definitely probably that's a lot of. I'd say that happens a lot for sure. That is definitely like what you said. Isn't it's like oh no, that's not the case. Like I think what you said is like oh yeah for sure. Like a lot of people probably have kids because of that. Yeah, and, and then have, you know people also are just like you know I want to fucking grow up and. Have a family. Yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's kind of the fine. expectation, right? For a lot of kids, it's like... Yeah, also it is expectations <clears throat> a lot. Like, I'm not saying that 100... That I believe 100% of the people that have fucking kids do it for that reason I said, but... No, yeah, yeah, That um, or they literally hate money. They're like, fuck it, I don't... <laughs> I want to be so poor. Personal time? Of, no, not for me. Money? Fuck no. Yeah. And a lot of people like grow up in bigger families or like multiple sibling families so you don't really think about the idea of like you know not, not having, having children kids. of your own yeah. yeah and if you have one kid they're like oh i definitely have to have two which i agree with don't have one kid you're gonna have a fucking piece of shit kid like 10 times out of 10 yeah i think i would uh be pretty open to like adopting a kid like most definitely yeah because they're Lots of kids out there that like need homes, and then it's people a shame. people go fucking vote uh, like no on abortions, and then, and then more kids end up in terrible foster care situations. Yeah, but they should just try hard in school and get a good job. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so dude. Stupid. <clears throat> I think I don't like. I just, I also just don't like kids. Like if. There comes a time where I have a lot of money and then I do feel like my life doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So I want to put, I still don't think, I still don't think I'd want kids. Like just because personally I have spent time with kids and I was like a member of a a family, your family (laughs) with kids who I love dearly more than anything probably. But I just know that, like, being an uncle or, like, a cousin or whatever is, like, way cooler than being, like, a parent in my Mo- my Most definitely. Opinion. Most definitely. I'm more a part of your family than you are, though. I just want to throw that in there, too. You haven't even fucking met Sailor, dude. Don't even talk to me. Yes, I have. Fat fucking chance, dude. I did. You did just you? weren't there. I was with your I'm fucking sure. mom and dad. Uh-huh. Because I'm a part of your family, you are not. <laughs> That's actually it. Oh, yeah, I think you, you did go to the crib because you borrowed my fucking car. Dumbass. Damn. That was the second time I met her. Nice. Anyways, well, you are, bro. You are a bigger part of the family. Um, so I wanted to touch on, first, put some perspective around what you said if I don't fucking like kids. And I full-heartedly agree with you because, like, this is how... This is one way I think you can think about it. It's not that I don't like kids. It's just that, like, I wouldn't like kids if they were around all the time or if, like, I had to be the one to fucking take care of them because it's, like, all fun and games and you're, like, oh, I'm playing with, you know, my my niece or my cousin and then... I don't get to do this often. She fucking splits her head open and you're, like, guess whose responsibility this isn't anymore? (laughs) Or, you know, the less extreme, they shit their pants and you're, like, oh... 
this isn't my problem. Hey, it fucking pooped. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> what is it like being around people in general that don't know shit? Right? It fucking <laughs> sucks. They're just bad people. That's literally kids. Kids <laughs> just don't fucking know anything. Yeah. So, like, so kids innately, literally in their own nature, fucking suck. Like, they're just bad to be around. Like, sometimes they're cool. Like, definitely kids are sometimes, like, because they don't know to be mean. Well, so they're, they're innocent. Like, exactly. They're, like, they're, naive and shit. Yeah, so a lot of times they're nice by that, like, nature. But other times they're, like, just very inconsiderate or rude or, like, short-sighted. They don't know anything. They don't have no perspective, really, on, like time or fuck because like if you tell a kid they're in time out for 20 minutes like that's the end of the goddamn world like that's all that's so much of my life like but like as a normal human you're like okay whatever i'm gonna go fucking chill like i'll fucking yeah i just i deserve it probably i was i was just a dick i could see that from third perspective all right i was an asshole yeah that i think kids suck on that basis alone like Um, i have like memories, early memories of my great grandma. She died when I was like really, really young, like elementary school young. But I just remember I was fucking terrified of her, dude, because she was old as fuck. And obviously she looked old as fuck. And she had like the classic <laughs> 80 year old lady voice. And it scared the fuck out of me, dude. I want to be around her. And she, that probably made her feel like shit, but I didn't know any better. I was like, dude, it's fucking scary dude yeah you know it's i say you have no idea as a kid i there's this like story in my family of my aunt kathy and uncle david got me this uh little doll when i was like two or three years old or something and it was like for christmas or whatever and they like opened it up and i just looked at it go hate it and threw it on the floor <laughs> 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 like kids just don't fucking know to do that shit like like you don't know how like rude that is or like and consider it is like so fucking funny and what's really funny is david was telling kathy that i would hate it like i wouldn't want a little doll or whatever and she's like oh like little boys don't know like they like playing with dolls too or whatever and like fuck this thing <laughs> yeah thanks i hate this uh-huh. i didn't even say thanks i just hate it <laughs> i can't imagine being like a kindergarten teacher oh no way like hey why are you fat like, uh, cause fucking people like you, you'll understand. <laughs> you'll get there one day, buddy. Yeah. Fucking funny. Um, Bro, I got swamp ass. I'm about to fucking make this swamp ass week. I think it, I think people have kids to validate their own existence. They get to a certain point in their life, either that or it's like they get somebody pregnant and they don't. They're like not like they don't consider an abortion an option or like they just have to have the kid like sometimes that happens i think a lot like yeah 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 yeah. i'm saying don't need to have kids yeah yeah intentionally to have kids i think it's people losing purpose in their life and they have to like they don't innately think about it but they like have a baby and they're like oh my god i found it meaning it's like yes you have hacked your genes you were biologically engineered by evolution over hundreds of thousands or millions of years to want to have kids and then to when you have a kid love that kid so deeply that they survive that's what you're supposed to do. And then we're at an age where it's so easy to fucking survive that having a baby just, like, changes you forever because then you get to take care of that kid for your whole life. Yeah, the thought never really crossed my mind to have a kid. Fuck having a kid. I'm not having a kid probably. 
I'm not going to like say that to myself because maybe I'll get to the point where instead of wanting to, I don't know, truly accomplish something or I don't think you can't truly not truly accomplish something. You can just be a kid. Like, obviously, you can do a bunch of shit, but like it's going to take up a major part of your life. If you really want to dedicate your life to some shit, I feel like you have to not have a kid. Otherwise, you're going to put too much of your time into that kid, which is like, hey, cool. Yeah, good thing. Like, you're about to raise a great human. It's going to be beautiful. But be like, you're going to lose focus on whatever that objective is you're trying to accomplish. If it's something really major, like world altering, like creating AI. I don't know. I'm just rambling. I know, dude. It's okay. So let's talk about Sharknado. Let's do it, dude. Let's, uh, we, we got, um, some motherfucking submissions. Read, um, read, read yours first with like the, the steps. Okay. So I want to give a big shout out. Did she say she wanted to be anonymous? Uh, I was doing all mine anonymous. I was going to do all of them anonymously. Okay. We'll just do anonymously. Uh, if you want credit, of- then fucking fess up in the goddamn comments. Yep. Uh, good friend of the podcast and good friend to call myself dating back to high school. Dropped in some uh, on my most recent posts about sharts and dropping in shart stories. She dropped in one some fucking great advice on if you when and do you when can, can and I interrupt? You, can I interrupt? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, we should say the gender of these people because uh, girl shart too. Yeah. That's all. That's all yeah, I needed so, to say. Dropping a she in there. Um, fuck. Fuck are they saying? <laughs> Sorry, dude. I fucked it up. I fucked you up the whole show. Cut the tape. Oh, she dropped in some great advice about uh, what to do if and when you shot yourself. Uh, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read her story. That's <laughs> uh, funny. This was about her um, her boyfriend, right? So, yeah, so actually, this is what to do if you shart yourself. Number one, you remove those spiked shivvies. <laughs> you take off your fucking shart pant, your shart shit, dude. Uh, number two, you wad them up and put them on the back of the toilet. So obviously, first of all, you have to get to a bathroom. It doesn't matter how you get there or where it is, but you have to get to a bathroom with a stall and preferably a door, but really the stall and the toilet is all that's necessary. Uh, <laughs> so you wad them up, place them on the back of the toilet, Three, you profusely wipe your butthole. <laughs> Four, you dab out the pants of any liquid that might have leaked through the layer of underpants. Uh, five, you put those undies in the trash and exit. <laughs> uh, if your pants happen to suffer a casualty, get at least one dry paper towel, one wet with soap, and one wet with water. You get in that motherfucking stall and you try to clean those pants. Uh, preferably on a changing table if you if there's one in there, like a little uh, family bathroom or some shit. Mm-hmm. Clean that shit as best you can, put them back on, and then go to the nearest place that will get you pants, be it a store or your own home. Get the fuck to somewhere with some pants and then put a tampon up your butt so you don't fucking shit yourself again, you fucking weirdo. So that was her one through eight step on what to do if and when you shot yourself. And I think it's a fucking great guide. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's pretty, that's a long process for me because I don't care where I am or what I'm doing. If I shart, uh, 
I'm gonna go home. I think and if I can't go home, yeah. I'm going to Walmart. <laughs> no one cares if you short on Walmart. That's good shit. Alright, so this story is about her boyfriend. Um, this is this is a pretty good one. He said she said so he had been sick since like uh two weeks. Pretty much to the last two weeks with allergies and like a mild cold, but COVID. it's the ma- it's the man flu, so he's dying. Uh, <laughs> so he, he's ingested enough NyQuil slash DayQuil to supply a pharmacy throughout the week. Uh, so danger is obviously imminent. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna pick up the story. So when he was on his way back to work, he decided to trust a fart that resulted in a yellow splash of fate that went completely through both layers and left him straight-legged with a foot pressed on the accelerator to find the first place for refuge. Inside a quick-trip bathroom with multiple stalls, a panicked picture was set with the words, Help! A commando, a commando trip to Walmart before resuming work with butt cheeks stuffed with one plies toilet paper to buffer <laughs> another potential leak saved himself from a humiliating trip home and laundry <laughs> fatality for me. Oh, that's so fucking great. I love it. It's beautiful. Um, I would like to share him about he fucking was weed eating before or like lawn trimming it a Walmart and hit a pile of shit and he was certain it wasn't dog shit and I thought that was fucking hilarious too <laughs> oh fuck um, weed eating a fucking human big old choc- uh, chocolate dragon laying out in the grass at Walmart just imagine whose fucking ass that came out of yeah that's that fucking rosebud bush you don't want to be in Jesus before we read the next one, I want to say that I want to read uh, this one last. It was the only other one from a girl. Okay. Great. I want to read that one last because I think that's, to me, that's, that's the best one. I also yeah. haven't read all of these. <laughs> but uh, I can go. I can go now. Yep. This is from a... Uh, Good friend of the podcast. This is, uh... So, he said, So I did shart myself on a ruck march one time with my dog for pre-deployment training. So we're out in Arizona. It's hotter than (laughs) fuck. And we go on this long-ass ruck march with a heavy pack on... They had breakfast downstairs at this place we were staying in, but I said, fuck it, let me sleep in a bit longer and I'll just grab a breakfast burrito on the way out, in parentheses, bad idea. So we get a couple miles in and my tum-tum starts having the rumblies and I'm like, fuck it, I'm not going to make it back and I can't break formation for the exercise we're doing. So we finally take a small break for the dogs and I take my dog, in the quotations, I take my dog to get a break end quote, I tried to shit out in these hot-ass mountains, and you ever know the feeling like, oh, I've been holding this long, it's fine, but the closer you get to a bathroom, the less control you have. That's what was happening in my head as I'm trying to get far enough away from people, and I barely made it, but made a bit of a mess. I go back to formation. After knowing, I definitely smell... And someone said, what the fuck is that smell? (laughs) 
and I had to make this bullshit ass story up about my dog shitting and into it and I tried to wipe it off but I couldn't get it all people laughed it was embarrassing we get back I had to go back to my room to change and that is all that is my short week experience dude that's such a fucking great story and blame it on the dog imagine if you didn't have a dog you're just fucked you just say you ripped ass I guess I'm not dude I'm like I shit my pants like well fuck dude go like we're out here in this hot ass desert for no reason guess what I did I shit my pants <laughs> I just want to know how they would handle that that's fucking incredible oh my god that's a fucking great story I remember when he sent that in I was dying that's I didn't so read it that was my first time reading it <laughs> alright um we had a couple posted to twitter <laughs> Yeah, you can... Yeah, go, go ahead, sorry. Every short story is so funny, dude. I just can't stop laughing. They're great. Uh, so one of our one of our good friends at the pod, Mr. Himbo Slice, uh, he says, anyways, one time I had whooping cough and was on antibiotics and lightly coughed in the McDonald's parking lot and painted my fucking britches with shit. That's not a short. That's shitting your pants. Yeah, that's... But disqualified. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, um, another good friend of the pod. Uh, don't want to name names, but Mr. Incredible is what we're calling him. Yo. Uh, he said, entered at a night golf tournament. They fed us ribs prior. After the meal, they told us there would be no cards. <laughs> Number one, if I sign up for a golf fucking outing and they tell me there's no cards, I'm immediately withdrawing my fucking submission. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he said I lost rock, paper, scissors to carry the 24 cases of cooler, 24 cased out cooler and my clubs. Um, I would say he probably didn't even lose rock, paper, scissors. That's just, he's just a fucking big deal. Like, oh, come on, dude. You got to carry that. Like, that's like yeah. way smaller for you. And he says starting, starting hole was a half mile away. He says golf towels were absolutely harmed during filming. <laughs> I like that, dude. That's like a that's like a kind of a cliffhanger. Like you know, you know, bad shit happened you, you to everyone involved. Oh yeah, there was multiple casualties. Oof. So those are the. Uh... Oh, there's one more. I forgot. There's one more Twitter. Yeah, one more Twitter. Uh, this is a good another good friend of the pod. Fucking. Ginger Ninja, he's. <laughs> I remember him. He literally texted me when this happened, so I remember the story. He said, "Sharding during chem lab and ditched my undies in the trash. Had to return to class to finish the lab." <laughs> oh, it was fucking wonderful. He literally texted. He's like, "Dude, I just fucking shit my plants in class." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good time. All right, so the last two. I believe uh, this is a, another little story. When me and my girlfriend first started dating, like within wait, the wait, first... Wait, wait, wait. You wanted to do this one last, didn't you? No, I wanted to do the, the oh, next wait. one last, the one from the oh, girl okay. last. Sorry, go ahead. Um, anyways, as far as rudely interrupted, when me and my girlfriend first started dating, like within the first couple of months... I once stayed with her at her apartment, and we woke up the next morning, 
And when we woke up, then, God damn, I can't fucking read. And when we woke up the next morning, we were just, like, being lazy, watching Netflix and bad and shit. Every morning, I unleashed a massive tuba note from my ass. So out of routine, I ripped a nice little butt belch. And it was very, very wet at the end. And we both made eye contact. And I was like, that sounded wet as shit. I didn't feel anything, so we just laugh and continue watching whatever we were watching. Fast forward ten minutes later, I gotta go shit now. I get up and was curious if I might have actually sharded, so I looked down at her white sheets and saw a quarter-sized brown dot where my ass was. Keep in mind, this was in months of dating her, so I was very embarrassed. And then he followed up with, still beat though, <laughs> which is always good great point so this one week he did say short week yeah so this one i think is funny as fuck for a couple of reasons this i have no idea who this person is uh one of our friends had her send this story in so i guess she's probably oh, a we have one legend you. there's another one yeah yeah he sent it to me i did Mm-hmm. what is Young it catholic boy Oh, shit. Yeah, read that, and then I'll finish it out. Uh, so another buddy of ours sent this one in. Uh, so he's I almost with, missed it. I see it now. Sorry. Um, I want to – I don't want to call it uh, – you went to a, a Catholic high school. He said, so we went to church at school once a week, and all the students took turns being an altar boy. It was in the middle of the service, and I was sitting up there next to the priest and just let one rip and big old shark, buddy. He said it was both wet and loud. (laughs) Bad combo for the middle of service, pal. He said, so I just got up and walked. I just got up and walked to the back and found the bathroom in the church office. And luckily it didn't go through the white robe. Fuck. Oh my god, that is fucking hilarious. Imagine That's a good you're one. On the, and you're on the fucking stage next to the priest. You're just sitting up there. And you're like, oh, and he just got up and fucking walked out. He's like, mm-mm. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. I'm upset that I almost fucking skipped that. <laughs> I, well, I think this last one is just such a good one that you like, it's, it's easy to get excited about. All right, so... Visual effects here, what I picture in my mind, just immaculate storytelling. It's a short story. It's a fucking paragraph, but I think it's just great. Details, phenomenal. I don't know this person, which makes it funnier. Uh, She had the courage to send it in on request from one of our other friends that does listen. Uh, Yeah, dude. Anyways, she said, my short story submission. Shout out Willie O'Neill, center of the podcast. So, she said, I had just started hanging out with a guy I really liked. Multiple L's. He came over and brought me Taco Bell. My first time ever trying Taco Bell. An hour later, I was vacuuming and only wearing a shirt. Had no pants or underwear on. Thought the vacuum would drown out my fart, but shit dripped down my legs onto the carpet. (laughs) I panicked and tried to vacuum it up before you could see that I just shit all over myself and on the ground, but just made it worse by smearing it into the carpet. Holy fuck. 
And <laughs> like oh. You smeared it into the carpet. <laughs> There's some fact why are you vacuuming with no like underwear or shorts on or whatever? I mean they had to have been dating like quote unquote date like talking for like a like a month or something. Like why okay, why are you vacuuming his Well she said she head? just started hanging out with a guy that she liked. Like what the fuck? Why are you vacuuming at his crib naked? Well hopefully it was her crib. Okay, that make that would make more sense. But still Well yeah, she said he came over. Okay. Well still, like did you not vacuum before he came over? Like or like you're vacuuming while he's there just naked? Like I, I okay, whatever, sorry, being judgmental, but fucking great <laughs> <laughs> You said shit uh, dripped down my legs onto the <laughs> carpet. <laughs> And a happy ending, I asked, uh, did it work out with a guy or was the shark too much? And she said, it worked out surprisingly. So. Fucking beautiful. It's a love, it's a modern day love story. Yeah, girls shart and, um, people who shart find a true love. That's what we're all about here. Shit in your pants. Fucking finding true love and not having kids. I love it. So that's a that's a wrap, dude, on motherfucking Shark Week. Uh, until next year. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna. We need to look into. Uh, I think we should do a Twitter poll. I was about to make one for uh, see if anybody would want a Shark Week shirt. If not, no big deal. I don't give a fuck. But if people no no gear. no 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 Shark Shark Week undies, dude. Uh, that's actually a great idea. Yeah. With a built-in tampon to plug yourself up if you feel like you're not going to make it home in time. Because tampons are for fellas, too. Or not just fellas. Tampons are for buttholes, too. Tampons are for leaks, buddy. That's what they're yeah, for. Yeah, they're, they're for leaks, man. Nosebleeds. Fucking butt bleeds. Shards. Name it. Yeah. So, I would like to uh, research getting some gear out there to the folks. Well, yeah, I, I think we should do a poll and just see if folks would be interested in getting some uh, Shark Week stuff. And say, if not, no big deal. But if we can get, like, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 people that are interested in some Shark Week shit, we could get that printed for pretty cheap, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. I know a guy. I know, yeah, we know we know some people. We know some people. We're, <laughs> we're pretty important people. Yeah, pretty well connected, I would say. So, uh... Thanks for tuning in to the pod, folks. I'll let you wrap it out. I don't have anything to say. Uh, thanks for listening. If you have any submissions, uh, topics for us to discuss, please send them in on Twitter or Instagram at Cole Hunter Pod. And subscribe to the, the fucking podcast. Tell your friends. I think we're the same ad on Twitter. It's Both. I said, twi- I said Twitter and Instagram, dude. All right, cool, cool. You don't listen to me, bro. God. But uh, yeah, and uh, make sure, make sure if you shart, save that shit. Send it in in eleven months, twelve months time. Shart week is middle of June. Don't forget it. Middle of June, baby. We will see you next time. My far long.